We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Uh-huh. Jabroni, check yourself, you don't know me. Jabroni, go back to the gym, you're too bony. Uh. So you want a piece of the rock, make it crumble. In these WrestleManias, kid, we Royal Rumble. Telling us that war is war. What the hell you think we came for? To play with these whips and chainsaws and sharp glass? I shine them up real nice, turn them sideways, and shove them up your candy ass. If you smell what the rock's cooking. If you smell what the rock's cooking. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Respect the music on a way back Wednesday. That's how it works at 913-586-7610. Tag your name, you get the credit. This one's coming from Killer Trav and KC. <laughs> on the little Know Your Roll from Good The morning. Rock and the Method Man, Jabroni. Know Your Roll, shut your mouth, get the link. Get the shirt That's right. right now. You can Let's text, go in the morning. You can text the show at 913-586-7610. Not only with your music, but if you want the link to the uh, to the T-shirt page, uh, B-Dub will provide that for you as well. That's right. We got a bunch of T-shirts out there. The KC Makes Refs Cry maybe one to wear this weekend as we head into the Super Bowl with the Carl Cheffer show that's getting ready to take place out in Phoenix, Arizona. We'll talk about that as the as the morning rolls along. I found some Carl Cheffer stats yesterday that I, I mean, I, I can't believe that we have this kind of information. I'm not surprised that we do because of gambling being so big and and whatnot. But the script on Carl Cheffers is out. There's going to be a lot of flags thrown in this game come Super Bowl Sunday. So just be ready to take the under, I would imagine, on that one going into the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get to that as the as the morning rolls along. But we got the uh, your, your jabroni T-shirts, the Burrowhead My Ass and the Brett Veachtown T-shirts. If you want them, they're 20 bucks. Text us and B-Double flip you the link, and all you have to do is click on it. It's very, very easy and simple to order all of those shirts. Did KU buy the software that the airlines used for the game last night? I was going to say good morning to those of you listening at the Horish. (laughs) The what? The Horish Family Volleyball Facility. What did you just say? Yeah, the is that what's called? I don't know. Yeah, it's the volleyball, <laughs> the volleyball f- facility, the horse family bought bu- uh, oh, paid for okay. it. Okay, right. all right. Uh, where they moved all the all the kids last night, and then one <laughs> very adult man. Did you see that adult? Like, what was that guy doing? I in don't there? know. I, well, I don't was know. He was he a supervisor? Was he balling? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's true. Was he? He could have been. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But there was a photo of, of students that had to be displaced from the from the stands at Allen Fieldhouse because there wasn't enough there wasn't enough room. Right, exactly. And uh, so they show this picture, and there's like kids like watching the big screen or whatever in the volleyball facility, and there's an old dude there, yeah. like like well, he's I don't oh. think he's a student. Maybe he's a student. Well, with COVID and NIL now, Josh, right, you never know just, who's a student anymore, I mean, right? You can be a student at any age. There's no there's no end to learning, right? But right, I. Uh, yeah, good morning to those of you who were displaced from Allen Fieldhouse and didn't saw the game like everybody else on TV. Yeah, how, how embarrassing is that for the University of Kansas? The first time in 15 years they've had too many people show up to the game and, and they didn't know what to do. I, I, I Look, I understand you, you oversell things a lot, but, I mean, a game where there are, like, assigned seats, and I know the student section is GA. I don't want to get into all of that, but you knew you were going to have a big crowd there for the K-State game for a number of reasons. Two ranked teams, KU pulling the upset last night. Congratulations to the Jayhawks uh, for pulling the upset at Allen Fieldhouse and beating K-State last night, uh, but you, you, you knew it was going to be a big crowd. You knew it was one that people were getting juice for, and that and that's the thing now, guys, and, and I hate to say this, sporting events right now 
aren't what they used to be. Like when we were back in college, I think I, I think I missed one KU basketball game in the four years that I was there. And I know exactly which one it was. I don't remember who they were playing, but it was one where Will Chamberlain came back and, and we were uh, we were in the middle of initiation at the fraternity. Um, so I didn't go. But uh, that was the one game that I missed in my time. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were back protecting your women. Oh, no, 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 no. Will was a little old by then. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that that He's mattered. dead now, you right. know. Right? I know. But I don't know that that mattered. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Protect the women and children. You know. um, but so that was the one game that I missed. But the sporting events have taken on a different thing. Unless it's a big, huge game, people sit at home and watch it on TV. And the generation this of, was a big, huge game. And, and and that's, they, that's, what, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. a big, huge game. And KU has to understand that this is a big, huge game. You can't oversell the tickets for this one because I think everybody's going to show up to this game. And so apparently they used the same software that the airlines used and they got all out of whack and they ended up putting people in a volleyball facility to watch the game. Now, they did credit them $10 and give them a $20 food voucher, which is more than American Airlines did for me when they bounced me off a flight last week. I got a $12 food voucher and got a $9 slice of pizza out of the deal. So I'll give them credit for that. The $20 food voucher is very nice if you're a college kid, right? You can take care of some business and get some stuff done. Pizza shuttle or something. Right. right. But you got to find a way to make sure something like that doesn't happen because that became the overriding story of that game last night is that you oversold the building. But going forward, teams have to understand unless you're rolling out a great marquee game like we saw last night in Lawrence, you're probably not going to have a full house. And that's kind of been the dirty little secret over in Lawrence. Students aren't going like they used to go. Kids are watching stuff on their phone. They don't have time to sit around and camp out and do all that kind of stuff that we used to do back in the day before we had the Internet. Um, and so you would just sit there and, you know, drool for a while and, and, and wait for the arena to open. People aren't doing that kind of stuff anymore. But when there's a big game, man, people are going to show up. Look at what happened at, at, at Arrowhead in Brett Veachtown the other day, man. People wanted to be at that game. They paid the high dollar of tickets, Super Bowl, same stuff like that. But you roll out a normal regular season game against Baylor or Texas Tech or TCU or somebody that nobody cares about, you're not going to have that issue. But you got K-State coming in, and your hometown team has a chance to pull the upset over rival K-State. It's going to be packed. It is going to be crowded. People are going to want to be in that building. And you got to make sure you don't have a, have a disaster like happened last night for, for those kids. I feel bad for them, man. Yeah. But I'll take my 30 bucks and run. And they didn't have to watch the John Higgins show in person. Uh, you know, it would have been really cool, though, if, like, Kelsey went over there and hung out with him. Yeah, that would have been great, right? How cool <laughs> would that have been? But Kelsey ain't giving up his front row seat. Uh, no, nor should he, no. No, uh, nor should he. But you know what kind of cult hero he is already? What kind of cult hero he would have been had he rolled into the uh, volleyball arena? He yeah, goes over there with his chicken tenders and right? sits down next to some some college kids and watches the game on <laughs> The big screen. Oh my God! It would have been great. He would have been. He would have been like just just loved up by. Not that he's not already loved up, but I mean, he would have taken it to a new level had he gone over there uh, and and done that. And so, it, what a fun fun game last night it was. It was it was good to see KU kind of get that revenge and pull the upset and find a way to. Uh, to beat K State, I do want to give credit to. Was a tw- it you saw it like eight thousand miles away, right? Yeah, oh, they yeah, were going to yeah, house K State yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You did. I mean, you, I mean, you saw even, it coming. Even the most confident K Staters wasn't going to be like, "Hey, this is our time. We're going to go in there. We're ranked higher. We're going to go in there and win." No, right? no. Every, okay. every, every K Stater was okay. probably feel the same way. Sure, but I, I, I still like to pull I mean, an upset, Josh. K Staters. All, all you can cheer about today is like that Jerome Tang technical was worth it. That Let's was go. worth you it. Know Let's I mean? go. Yeah, you right. got to get an Allen Fieldhouse technical out of <laughs> out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Wasn't happy with with the John Higgins show, apparently. No, no, I I don't think anybody was happy with the John Higgins show. And look, I'm not happy with the John Higgins show last night. And and, and I thought it was really funny. One of our listeners tweeted to us, uh, Eric, at Eric underscore Morrison 31. He says, John Higgins is Carl Cheffers with frosted tips. (laughs) I said, yeah, that's pretty good. I do. I do like that as well. But like no matter what side you're on, and this is the second time now that I've watched a full college basketball game this year. The other was the KUK State game. And both times they've been bogged down by this awful, 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 awful officiating. No, it's better night. than the, the first matchup. This one only had forty-seven fouls and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and seventy-one <laughs> free throws. One free throw. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I looked up; it was nine thirty. I was like, 
It was about like the last yeah, one was, right? Yes. That was about, it was about the number. Maybe it was a little bit higher than yes. the first meeting. Yes, 24 but. fouls on K-State, 23 hey, fouls on even. KU. What more you want? Even free throws. KU shot 35. K-State shot 36. They were really good from the line. KU wasn't. But we're not there to see free throws. We're not there to see fouls. Let the game go, man. Just, just let the game flow. Let the game play. Let everybody just go out there and have some fun like Dick Vermeil said. We have fooled around with the rules enough in this game. Just leave them alone. Let them play. There you go. That's what it is for college basketball, for football, for all of this stuff. We're not there to watch Carl Cheffers, and we're sure as hell not there to watch John Higgins' frosted tips run up and down the floor. One foul out for, for, for KU, two guys with four. Mm-hmm. Um, one, two, three guys with four for K-State. Right. Each team played nine, uh, so they averaged, about, you know, Close to three fouls apiece. Yeah. I mean, who <laughs> the hell wants that, right? That's, that's, that's awesome. Oh, God. It's just, it just is, is, you know, Carrington had a tweet last night. He goes, people who say they like college basketball, then they watch college basketball, really don't like college. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. I know what I'm getting into when I, I watch a college it. basketball game. I just game. know that it's going to be excruciating. 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 And when you have two top ten teams playing for their lives and those kids and coaches are busting their ass out there you and people, you're blowing the damn whistle every time. You got kids over watching the volleyball. Right. Fun. Volleyball facility because they t- have too many seats or not you enough seats. You can't be blowing the whistle that often. You can't be blowing the whistle, yeah. man. Put that in your pocket. Swallow that thing. Yeah. Come on, John. Yeah. yeah. I'm not there to see you. So I hope you enjoyed the game last night on 610 Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Broncos got a coach yesterday. How about this? Hey, Broncos. After apparently throwing the offer to, like, everybody, yeah, they went out to find the best, and they came back with Sean Payton. Listen to what they did. First of all, they targeted D'Amico Ryans as their top choice. Mm-hmm. Then it was clear that was not going to happen. He was going to go to the Texans. Then they flew to Ann Arbor to try to get Jim Harbaugh and convince him to be the coach. Then today, when we all thought they were zeroing in on Sean Payton, they made another run at D'Amico Ryans, failed there, and now go back to Sean Payton and reach a deal with him. Ian Rappaport on NFL Network. That's how it went down. That's how it went down, apparently. I would say if you have to give up a first-round pick Mm -hmm. and a high pick next year. Right. They get a third-round pick back in return and the opportunity, Josh, to pay Sean Payton somewhere between $17 and $20 million a year. Correct. Correct. Can you believe that? $17 to $20 million a year for the guy that was like maybe your fourth choice? Well, was he your fourth choice because it was seventeen to twenty million dollars a year plus draft picks? Plus draft picks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I true. think that that could probably be. was. Yeah, probably so. You know, you could get D'Amico Ryan's for much, much cheaper. Right. And maybe get the same result, right? Maybe. Yep. Uh you could go get Jim Harbaugh for probably quite a bit cheaper. Well, you have that Michigan buyout you have to pay, and I don't know what that number is at the University of Michigan, right? Because you're going to have to buy him out of some sort of deal there. So there was probably a big chunk of change so you'd have the to most give up for expensive Harbaugh. Uh, option, and right. then you didn't know if he was going to pick you. So, I mean, I they had to exhaust all of their asks, I guess, in I guess, this regard, yeah. and, and spread it around. I do, uh, I do enjoy the the reaction to this. One that, well, remember Russell Wilson allegedly wanted him, right? And that also he's off the bill uh, Parcells tree, mm-hmm. and he's a hard ass, right? I don't know if that works in the NFL all the time a- anymore. We'll I don't think it does. But no. if, I suppose if he goes in and fixes the quarterback, none of it matters. Yeah, exactly. But if he I... fixes the quarterback. He crushes that office. He closes that that extra office mm-hmm. and and fixes the quarterback. I guess they they'll have you know some sort of success. I don't think it's all the quarterback though. I think they're further away than they originally felt like uh, in terms of being a you know a competitor right uh, in this division. But I think good hire for them. Costly hire. Very costly hire. And uh, and and we'll see. I think their fir- your first order of business is closing down the uh, the, the paparazzi right. that's around Russell Wilson and, and his extra office yep. and make him part of the team and then mm-hmm. see see where that see where that leaves you. Yeah, and, and either you're here or you're not, Russell. I mean, I, and I understand like, there's an $85 million cap hit next year if they get rid of Russell Wilson or not, but you can't have your quarterback hiding out in an office upstairs eating ice cream on TikTok with his wife. Like, you you just can't do that. You, he has to be part of the team or they're going to have to move on. It, it You know, you, you look at what Denver did and, and what their owners did shelling out all that money. Why didn't David Glass do that when he was running the Royals? Clearly the people with Walmart got some cash, right? Glass could have shelled that, maybe done better than he did uh, here. Well, why the do you think the they still have cash? 
because they didn't spend it, right? right. I mean, <laughs> but they just did, though. I yeah, mean, they just did. No, but I'm saying that's that's the old adage of rich people are rich because right. they're they're good with their money. Well, mm-hmm. So maybe uh, they just got all his money. Maybe. <laughs> they, they, yeah, but but what I'm saying is like there was plenty of money here to be spent, right? There was plenty of money to be spent back in the day when everybody was crying poor uh, that you couldn't win because we didn't. Oh, the owner doesn't have enough money, and then here's other another Walmart gentleman paying four four and a half billion for a team, then seventeen to twenty million dollars for a coach that may or may not work, two hundred and fifty million dollars for a quarterback that's clearly past his prime. And then the best part of this whole story in Denver, and I do love this. I, I think it's a good move. They may be, be bringing back Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator after he was there as the head coach, took a year off, come back as the D.C. I like Vic Fangio a lot. I thought that would look like a great hire for Miami when allegedly they made that hire. But apparently he's still talking to the Denver Broncos about being their defensive coordinator, and that would be kind of a kind of a turn of events. It would be Gunther Cunningham-like, right? But at least Gunther took a few years away from Kansas City before coming back. Vic Fangio took a year off. He may be back as defensive coordinator. Broncos country, let's ride. We'll see. Daniel Jones, meanwhile, is almost Patrick Mahomes. Excuse me? Don't drive off the road or anything. We'll get to it next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Move to the side a little bit so you can get a clear picture. Can you see it? <laughs> picture me rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but people, I'm on the block, dude. Guess who's back? I got keys coming from overseas. Back in on a Wednesday, along with Bob Fesco, Josh Kligler, Brian Williams, B-Dub, our producer and musical director. You submit your requests at 913-586-7610 on a way back Wednesday. Tag your name and B-Dub will read it. Our man James and KC Mo want a little picture me rolling this morning as he's rolling his way through KC. Is that what he's Mo? doing, rolling? Mm. Absolutely. So make sure you hit me up on the text line right now if you need the link to those shirts. Burrowhead, my ass. Shut, shut up and know your role, jabroni. We Red made the Beach ref town. We got them all. Got them all. So just hit me up. I'll shoot you that. And yep. if you're rolling, you got to have that top hands on the steering wheel. Top oh, hands on the steering wheel. Top of the steering wheel. Absolutely. You got yeah. you to gotta, you gotta drive like that. So uh, can you play at some point this morning for me, Regulate? Because I woke up singing. I don't know why oh. I woke up singing Regulate this morning. Will I play you Regulate? <laughs> Damn <Yeah>. straight. <laughs> Get a little Regulate by yes. Warren G here, please. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes you just wake up Damn, singing random next? things, and, and that was it this morning. I'm like, take the east side to the LBC. On a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Get that sexy voice, B-Dub. couple of Paul Malls before you get in here, unfiltered. That's what I've been told. Uh, NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. Next Wednesday on the show, a week from today, how about this? We're going to have an autographed Chris Jones jersey to give away. Who? Chris Jones. There you go. 2813080800. Oh, my bad. You Be said Chris Jones. Listening. In the 8 o'clock hour next Wednesday, 
on the uh, the nines and fives. That's right. We're going to do it on the nines and the fives. We're going to people register to win an autographed Chris Jones jersey. How about that? But are we going to start at five and then go to nine? We're not going to start yeah. at nine and then Correct. get it right. Yeah, okay. gonna, I'm just yeah. making sure. But, you know, on the nines and fives, if you know what I'm, right. you know what I'm saying. Nine, two, five? No. No. Oh. Nines nine and fives. And fives. Keep it simple. <laughs> right. You'll have an opportunity to win a Chris Jones autographed jersey a week from today. What if I told you, Bob, that uh, this offseason, I mean, Daniel Jones can essentially become Patrick Mahomes. And it's not, be- it's not because he's going to go through OTAs and have a Jones camp somewhere in uh, oh. uh, Piscataway. I thought since he um, had Mike Kafka there, he was going to just yeah, like, yeah, buy. What yeah. do they call that? By where you put the book osmosis become mm. Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he's going to have a, yeah, a Daniel camp, Daniel camp. Yeah, Where somewhere. would he have that? I said Piscataway. Piscataway. I know, yeah. but, but like he went, he went to Duke. Where's he from originally? I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't either. Sure. That's real. I don't either. I'm yeah. not sure. But he could, uh, he could command like Mahomes money. Well, I mean, that's the going rate right now. And, and, and I saw this come across my desk yesterday that, you know, Daniel Jones is going to get this insane amount of money you know, in the off season. And look, that's, that's what we do in sports anymore. You have a good year, you get paid, especially when it's a contract year like Daniel Jones. Now I'm not saying Daniel Jones bet on himself because he didn't bet on himself. Josh, the giants said, we're not picking up your fifth year option. We want to see what you can do. Well, he went out there and led the team to the postseason, won a playoff game, played miraculously in that game against the Minnesota Vikings. And then they played the Eagles and, you know, everybody losing to the Eagles these days. So it didn't work out so well there, but he took them to the playoffs for the first time in a very long time and won a playoff game. He's going to get paid, whether it's by the New York football giants or whether it's by the Denver Broncos who are also in need of a quarterback, but the money is going to be crazy. And so I saw that about 40, $45 million a year now is the going rate for these quarterbacks. And I'm like, man, the Patrick Mahomes contract continues to be the greatest single contract in the history of professional sports. And there's no real reason to argue that now Bobby Bonilla would argue that with you because he gets that money every year and it's a great deal for him. But like just on the surface for what you paid, for how long you pay it and what you've gotten already in return, great return. It, the, the yeah. return on investment is it, it's insane. Patrick Mahomes is making just on his, his salary alone from the chiefs, an average of $45 million per year. And to me, that is very much underpaid. And to me, he's falling into that Salvi category that we talked about for years where he would walk down the hallway and Dayton would try to avoid him because he was so underpaid when he was in his early days here with the Royals. And Salvi was always kind of in that camp, underpaid, overproducing. He's the perfect American worker for a lot of companies right like now. We right? never thought it happened, but we love the picture of it. Right. Yeah, right, right, where right. Salvi's bouncing down the hallway looking for and here Dayton, comes Dayton and he Dayton ducks into the break room. Ducks into the nearest office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or he's he's walking himself and does the the old spin on one foot. And yeah, heads the other direction. Turns around, goes the other way, uh, runs avoiding, to the bathroom. Salvi at all costs. Yeah, yeah don't don't yeah. want to make eye contact because he's gonna want to race. So I said, or, like, or you have a very short conversation because you don't want it to then. You know, you get through, you do the pleasantries only, right? And then you get out of that conversation quick before it, the talk turns right. to money. Dayton was looking at his Apple right. watch when Salvi was talking before Apple even had a yeah. watch. Oh, my yeah. watch is telling me I've got to go. You know, I can't talk to you. So, anymore. you know, Brett Veach is walking down the hallway and, and they're having the discussion initially about the ankle right. or whatever. And how's it going? How's the rehab going? And then Patrick says, I have something else. I got to no, I I go. I go. Sorry, I man. Go. Like I, you, you have your people call my people. We'll talk. I'm going, I'm, I'm out. And uh, I, I got a thing and, and I'll be back to senior yeah, ball. I, I got to look at tape happening, but I, I like the visual. Of right. It of course right? you do. But you know, Dan, Daniel Jones, will he ever live up to that kind of money of $40 million for you? Probably not. But, but Patrick Mahomes has exceeded the $45 million that he's making. But to me, it's, it's the bigger picture, you know, micro versus macro. The macro thing is here is that like Brett Veach just continues to hit these home runs with these deals that he gets into or deals that he doesn't get into. I I don't know that we've ever had a general manager in this town, Josh, who's read the room of the future better than what Brett Veach has done, right? I mean, you look at the moves that he makes, and they're not just moves for today. They're moves that are going to benefit you in a couple of years. Like, you could just even look at the Kadarius-Tony thing. That move wasn't based on getting any production and playing time out of Kadarius-Tony this year. It was all about knowing where the wide receiver market was going and 
giving yourself an opportunity to get a talented wide receiver in here that is still on a rookie contract. And yeah, you had to give up a draft pick or whatever it was for Kadarius Tony, but you're reading the room knowing that if you try to get a wide receiver in free agency, you're going to be shelling out $70 million. And the Chiefs just aren't going to do that because that's bad money to be spent. And so Brett Feach, to his credit, read that quarterback market early when they signed that contract with Patrick Mahomes. We all kind of laughed that it was kind of an underpaid contract. Maybe you paid a little more on the front end than that you wanted to, but the back end of this contract, if they never renegotiate, this, which if I'm Lee Steinberg, I'm on the phone every day going, we need to renegotiate this thing. At the at the end of that contract, it's going to be a contract that just pays for itself. They're gonna make it, they're gonna make Patrick Mahomes' contract just going to Germany, for God's sakes. I mean, like the money that they're making right now at one arrowhead drive because of the brand of the Chiefs has more than paid for Patrick Mahomes, probably about five hundred times over. Could you imagine him on the like hitting the free agent oh, market? Geez. No. You want you want you want a a candidate for a guaranteed yeah right you know what we're going to do contract? we're that's not going to guarantee two hundred fifty million dollars Josh we're going to guarantee seven hundred million dollars yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that's what it probably just, would have been something ridiculous here, like take, that yeah. take our money but it indeed has paid off now three Super Bowls in four years Mahomes joining the drive yesterday on six ten Sports Radio you feel like the old old guy in the locker room when you're talking about the Super Bowls you've been in and to the to the guys that haven't been there and you're talking about all the all the great times that you've had there and being able to win one and do that different type of stuff. And so to have these guys to be able to enjoy it so, so early in their career, I mean, there's so many rookies and young dudes on this team that, that, uh, that, uh, that don't know what it's, not like, what it's like to not be in the Super Bowl. So for them to be able to be in the Super Bowl so early in their career, um, it's exciting for them, but uh, you can't let it be too exciting because you want them to still uh, keep, stay locked in and ready to go because uh, the job's not finished. We want to win it and not lose it. But Absolutely. Do you have that moment after the game where you just kind of allow yourself to celebrate and you allow yourself to think, man, we're going to our third Super Bowl in the last four years? Yeah, you, you, you definitely allow yourself to celebrate. Uh, I think the only difference is whenever you've – Whenever you've lost one, at the, in the back of your head, you know that the job's not done a little bit quicker. Uh, uh, after you won the, I won the first one, and after uh, before we even had one one when I got the Super Bowl, I think I celebrated a little bit longer. Whereas now I'm already moved on. I'm already ready for the to to prepare for the Eagles and understand the challenge is going to be and the challenge of Super Bowl week in general, which is different than every other week of the season. So. Um, I, I'm definitely ready to go, um, but I definitely enjoyed it for about a night, and now we're, we're on to the Eagles now. Yeah, you go. Thank you, Coach. You I mean, go. Patrick. Yeah. Get in your playbook. That a boy. There it is. Get in your playbook. Yeah. He is ready to go and beat those Philadelphia you Eagles, check man. Check out the full interview with the quarterback at 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. He joins the, uh, the drive here on 610 Sports Radio. But he is the old man in the room, Josh, and, and that's, that's the way the NFL works. And I'm going to continue to reinforce this. Last year, there's a every year there's a 30 to 35 percent roster turnover on every roster in the NFL. Every two years, there's roughly a 70 percent roster turnover uh, on every roster in the NFL. So when you look back at that first Super Bowl, there's not even 10 guys that are on the team that were in that first Super Bowl. Yeah, it goes quick. It goes fast. I'm, I mean, you think this is like, oh, this is the same team? No, it's Travis. It's Patrick. It's James Winchester Cathedral. It's Butker. Marcus Kemp. It, Marcus Kemp, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you forget yeah. about Marcus Kemp. Chris Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was Wiley on that first Super Bowl team? He may have been. Frank. Like Frank Clark, that's seven. Yeah, Wiley was, yeah. Wiley, eight. Yeah. Am I forgetting anybody? Maybe, probably. There's probably like a rando here yeah. or there yeah. that. Was... No, it goes it goes quick though. I love the but, conversation. But two of... of the eight, a quarter of the guys are are long snapper and kicker. Yeah, he goes he goes to these rookies. He's like, yeah, I remember my first Super Bowl. You know, yeah. it was like three years ago. Uh... <laughs> I remember my first Super yeah. Bowl. You were in high school. Yeah, yeah. Not even. It's crazy. It's, it's, it it's goes just fast. nuts, man. KU fans got to hang out with Trav last night. Next. I'm, I'm just this guy from Texas Tech, man, that they said they couldn't play in the NFL. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 730, 610 Sports Radio.
Wednesday, 913-586-7610. You tag the name, Beat Up gives you the credit. This one's going out to our girl S-Dub waiting on the bus. Enjoy your day. One little ACDC back in black. I'll tell you, she's got an eclectic taste in music, man. She's all over the board. I like that. Yes. You know, people always say to me, what kind of music do you like? I like it all, really. You if know? it's good, I like it. If it's it. good, you like it, right? Don't, don't like, pin me down. Oh, are you a country and western fan? I like the country, not the western, necessarily. Her vinyl collection is pretty outstanding. Yeah. Yes. And Very so, well done. like, I like this song. This is good. I like some country and western. I like some hip hop. I like everything. Like, if it's a good song, it's a good song. It's, the, it's like the worst question. So what kind of music do you like? I always, I always like this song because. Nobody knows what the lyrics are. No, no. you just yell. You just, no, you just yell. It's just a high pitched. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter asked me yesterday. She's in sixth grade, and she said, "My boyfriend, that's right. My boyfriend says to me, we don't talk enough in the hallways." And so she's asking us last night for topics. Tell her get used to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> do, do I need to send her a rundown? Right, right. So, so he's telling her this. She's not telling him this. She goes, "I feel like I talk to him enough. I don't know." Uh, she goes, "So, what are like some topics we can talk about?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I I don't know." I don't said, "Don't get too deep." No, right. I'll tell you that, I um, said, "Well, you got like three minutes that you're passing in middle school, right? It's not exactly like you've got time." I said, "Bring up the weather. Talk about the weather." I said, "How about talking about the Chiefs? That's always talk you Chiefs. know a nice guy, uh, a topic." Binkley, yeah. yeah. Talk Chiefs. Yeah. You know, complain about some teacher that you don't like, which right. is probably most of them. What's for uh, lunch? What's for lunch? Like, yeah. so I'll, I'll be open to your suggestions. What should sixth graders talk about in the hallway mm. when they're dating in middle school mm. at the age of 12? Mm. What are some good topics? Mm. What are you doing this weekend, maybe, right? So, how's the weather? How's yeah. like like what 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 was the answer? What was I supposed to say? Uh, how's one? your uh, stock portfolio doing? That's a good Something that's like a good that. one. Yes. Um, yep. I I do like that. What is your favorite song? Do they still recess? No. Oh. What do you What are you gonna do at recess? Right. (laughs) How about those chicken nuggets today? Am I right? Yeah. 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 Mrs. Smith is terrible. You know, I don't like her. I'm gonna put a thumbtack on her chair. What are you getting out of the vending machine today? Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to like? Really, what are you supposed to talk about? It's in sixth grade. Just make fun of the teacher. Did your dad turn in that thing for Camp Lejeune yet? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did you get the water for that yet? Yeah. God. Coming up at 820, you're going to have a chance to win a $500 Hy-V gift card. That's right, for your big game spread. The official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can find a huge selection of Chiefs apparel, Chiefs plates, napkins, party supplies, Chiefs-themed cookies, cakes, and cupcakes, and everything else to throw that big game party. Was in there yesterday. You could get the uh, the pork shoulder. They had a big vat of I was like, ooh. Can make up, ooh, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of pulled pork yeah. right there. I was like, oh, there's there's a there's a whole bunch of pulled pork you can make right there. You can stop by the the seafood section. See KJ See down, KJ down KJ there. down the 135th yeah. location. He'll throw he, some salmon at he's you. He's in the front row of the of, of every Chiefs game. You've seen him, fro, fro man, fro man. Yep. Um, you can uh, have him handle your your seafood wants. Just get everything for that big game party. He handles your shrimp at High V. Uh, so. 820-830-840. We're going to take a, a contestant each of those time frames. Right. You're going to get 60 seconds to answer a question about the show's history. We just passed 13 years together. A lot of material. A lot of easy questions. Mm-hmm. The more you know about the show, the better your chances. I woke up this morning to a direct message from our friend Kathy out in San Diego. And I love Kathy. She's the best. And she says, you need to bring Linda and her helper back. That was hysterical. Yeah. Our, our first contestant <laughs> yesterday didn't, didn't do great. No. Um, but, uh, the eight thirty and eight forty ones were, were right. They were solid. Better. Yeah. They got a little bit better. Yeah. got better. So if you know the show, you'll have a better opportunity to know the, uh, the questions. Right. Uh, so the best of the three, one of them, the, the best of the three will get registered for a $500 gift card from high V again, right. that's coming up at eight twenty today, eight thirty and eight forty. Be ready. Yep, a lot of good stuff, too, on the text line of what the, what the kids can talk about. And somebody said, as a seventh-grade teacher, I hear a lot of these conversations. Lunch, weather, they're going to that night's basketball game, why they got grounded from video games, mm. that stuff. Did you see the TikTok video? Talk about how much the Broncos suck. Yeah, you could do that as well. Um, uh, let's see what else we got here. If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? 
always a good topic yeah, of conversation. Yeah, just a good go-to. Just depends on what kind of hot dog it is, right? If it's the Costco hot dog and, and I was the Costco hot dog, I would eat myself. If I was a Bar-S hot dog, I would not eat myself. I'd give that to the children because they don't know any better. How's your crypto? Very legit conversation. I do like that as well. It's a good one uh, that you can get out there. What's going on in class? Um, bring back Shout It Out. Talk about how, how mean Spectre is to the show. You know, all that kind of stuff is coming mm-hmm. in, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Russ's big, what Russ has been cooking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you know what Russ has been cooking? Uh, what kind of pizza do you like? Yeah, all those are valid. All those are valid. You mm-hmm. did gloss over that she's got a boyfriend. That's right. I know. You're trying not to think about that. That yeah. is what it is. I like the kid. He's yeah. good. He's, he's, he's a genius in math, so that helps out the family. So, uh, so... Because that nasty math teacher my daughter had last year didn't help. Trav is now man about everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? He's America's guest, yeah, right? He really is. Uh, Patrick Mahomes discussed Travis Kelsey yesterday on the drive here on 610 Sports Radio for his weekly visit. And uh, he says Kelsey is uh, one of a kind when he grabs that microphone. I wish I had the, the quick thinking like Travis, man. He has like the greatest quotes of all time. So I'm about to like start writing mine down before or something so I can get some quotes in there. Yeah, I, I, I actually wanted to ask you this. Were you a big wrestling fan as a kid? I feel like most boys around this age were big wrestling fans. I mean, for him to pull that rock quote out in that moment, ep- epic moment. Yeah, I was a big wrestling fan, but I, did, I caught the tail end of The Rock. Yeah, but he had already be, already started to become an actor by the time I was really into it. So, that's you know, Travis is like 45 years old, so he, he can remember those days with The Rock and everything like that. Um, but uh, I, I was more of a John Cena guy. Uh, you know, you got Booker T. I mean, there were some guys, there were some guys that I, I liked, uh, I liked, but not necessarily the, the rock was a little bit before my time. Have you seen that? He actually, uh, co-signed Travis Kelsey's post-game comments. Oh, I did see that. I mean, no, I mean, how, how crazy is that, man? The rock. I mean, that's like the superstar of superstars, man. Um, so, uh, says Patrick I see Travis in that role one day, he might be, uh, the, he might be someone that leaves football after hopefully another five, ten more years, and he might be able to move into some sort of uh, celebrity uh, status like that. I love it. Five to ten more years. He'll be able to move into that. I mean, someday. <laughs> it's not there yet. <laughs> Slow your roll, Trav. <laughs> I like that, nice man. Little, nice little. Trav, hang in there. Yeah. It's okay when they call you old. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You're used to it. Yeah. So he's like 45 years old. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine Travis playing at 45? I can't. Well, no, no, but he's saying he's 45 now. Is right. What he's, what he's yeah. Saying. But he I mean, would, how about Patrick Holmes? Like, yeah, I don't remember the, I don't really remember the rock. Um. I feel so old now. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. Do you think he knew what the rock was cooking? It takes me back to my first job in Texas. And that was 1999 because the, the girls that I work with all love the rock and they would always just go, do you know what the rock is cooking? And like, that was 1999. That was 25 years ago, roughly. Right. Um, so that was a very, very long time ago. Patrick Mahomes was barely born when the rock was kind of, you know, in his fame when it comes to the WWF, I believe uh, at the time. But, but, but Kelsey to me, like seeing him sit there last night at KU, I'm like, man, he is, I think number one. And I don't even know who number two possibly is like of the current KC athlete that you just want to hang out with. Right. If you could pick any KC athlete right now and just hang out with that guy, Travis Kelsey's the answer to that. Right. Like there's, there's just nobody else that you could even put into that category. I would say maybe Chris Jones, if Travis has already taken. And then for me, like I put Zach Greinke, I'd love to just hang out with Zach Greinke because you just don't know what's going to happen, right? You just don't know where it's going to go, and what when the conversation is going to be like. And he, yeah, he when just, he's going to ghost you. Right. He just may leave. He just may get up and go, and he doesn't even tell you. You don't know. You talk about samurai swords. You just don't know what the conversation is going to be like with Zach Ranking. But but I got, I got to think right now, man, like Travis Kelsey, if you surveyed Kansas City, probably 98% of the people would say, Travis Kelsey's the one KC athlete that I want to go roll with for a night, right? Put him in the front row, give him some chicken fingers. Yeah. He'll he'll travel. He will, man. He was eating those tenders like it was nobody's business yeah, last yeah. night. Who was he with? I don't know. I don't know. Because they didn't pay any attention no, to anybody I else. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he was there by himself. I don't know if he was there with the guy next to him. But whoever it was, like, was Travis Kelsey here tonight? And nobody else and others, you know. It's usually, it's, it is usually how it works. They'll introduce the one, and then there's like, well, there's three of his teammates. There's three of his there. teammates. We, we don't know any of those people. What are we, what are we doing? That's right. Uh, these stories is real with Dan Israel coming up. He shares a few Super Bowl memories next. 
Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Hear from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes Tuesday at 8.30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. The east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with 213. So I hung select on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers put some gas, so I said, I'm stuck. Since these girls peeping me, I'm gonna glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. Again, 913-586-7610. You request the music on a way back Wednesday. Tag your name and get the credit. I think this one was from... Uh, this is coming from Robert in Jersey as he's looking for the shovel right now. Yeah, Gotta get a shovel! Get the shovel! Yeah, that's a uh, little Warren G, Nate Dog, Michael McDonald, Regulator. Right here on Fesco in the morning. Hit me up for the link. I got your shirts. From the 913, picture it, Bob. You, Zach Ranky, and Chiefs Aholic walk into a bar. Chiefs Aholic ain't walking in any bar uh, right now. Uh, uh, uh. You think he'll see the Super Bowl? Mm. Well, I mean, I'm you think sure he's they, out? Or? Sure, they got rabbit ears. Yeah. I don't know. NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Metro Ford. Check out inventory online at kcmetroford.com. You think they'll have a watch party and serve gruel? I think this the the Super Bowl number includes that. It includes the prison. I believe so. Yeah. What do you Hopefully think they so. serve at the Super Bowl party in prison? Worms. A lot of noodles. Yeah. More noodles. Uh-huh. Some rice, probably. Rice. Maybe Oatmeal. some ramen. Yeah. Yeah. Some honey buns from the company kitchen. Yep. Oh no, Boomer took all those. <laughs> Thanks, Boomer. Now they got the company kitchen locked up because some guy, TV guy, comes in and steals all the stuff. Please pay. Next thing you know, Phil Sims will be in here eating. It's not an honor system. Got CBS people waiting at the door to come in. You heard you guys got some free eats. Yeah. Hey, who's that down there? What's what's Nate Burleson doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Why is Bill Cower circling the parking lot? (laughs) Hey, you know they'll go anybody will go anywhere for free food, right? Heck yeah. You got free food. Come down to the office. We got free food. Sure, I'll be there. They laid granola bars out on the front desk. I took every one of them. <laughs> it's your heart healthy. Mm-hmm. Time for a little of these stories. Are they real? They are. Or Memorex. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown. Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. These stories is real. Focus and finish. With Dan Israel. That game will forever stick in mind. The longest tenured member of the Chiefs Radio Network. He is. It's brought to you by Physician Aesthetic Specialists. Dan shares some Super Bowl memories that started before the Chiefs ever made it. So I was fortunate enough to cover a few Super Bowls prior to the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Which was amazing because the the very first Super Bowl I attended uh, as a, or, or worked, it, it shocked me the size of the event. When you walk into you know to to put it in Arrowhead numbers, if you walk into Arrowhead or if you arrive at Arrowhead in in one half of the parking lots are nothing but production trailers for people who are, have been on site and are covering the game, and the other half of the parking lot is stages that are set up for special events. There's no parking; <laughs> it's all dedicated to the Super Bowl, and when you realize the magnitude of it, uh, how many people come in from out of the country, it really is phenomenal. I mean, it was it was eye-opening to me. Um, I remember in 2009, I believe it was 2009, the Colts and the Saints were playing, and of course, just due to the Chiefs' history with the Colts and Peyton Manning and being knocked out, and even going back to Jim Harbaugh and the Colts, there was just this hatred for the Indianapolis Colts, and and so I really wanted the Saints to win, and, and that was the game where Sean Payton opened the second half with an onside kick, caught everybody off guard, and really kind of set the tone for the second half in the Saints' victory. But uh, 
as fun as that was and as exciting as it was to work a Super Bowl, nothing was like working it for our team when the Chiefs made it in 2019. I, I remember the end of the AFC Championship in 2019 in Arrowhead going down on the field and thinking, well, we're going to the Super Bowl as a team. I mean, I just I had grown to a point, maybe pessimistically, I had grown to a point where I didn't think that was ever going to happen, at least not, you know, while my career was going. And so it was such an exciting time. And to arrive in in uh, Miami and, and to just be completely immersed in the NFL and the Super Bowl, all these things that I had seen prior in prior years to be a part of that, uh, to be up next to Derrick Henry and, and, you know, holding the mic up as high as I could to get an interview, <laughs> that kind of thing. It just really was uh, – it just – a visceral kind of reaction to everything the the people that were there the stars that were there the 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 amount of coverage that it got in the events i mean i remember going back and forth between the radio row and the team events and they were like an hour apart in miami traffic and we're ubering back and forth daily and but it was exciting. I mean, it, even the opening night was exciting where you just this flood of media and and you'd go into like the the opening night, you'd have the media from all over the world. And of course, I'm asking questions like, you know, hey, uh, you guys had a, a running attack that you're going to do this. And I'm ex- a very X's and O's question. And then, of course, the, the person next to me would step up and say, so what's your favorite color? <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. You that was me. That was me. <laughs> no, it was not you. But, it, uh, you know, it was amazing to see all of the uh, just the variance and the way the league is covered. And and you had people there from literally countries that I couldn't point out on a map. So I was a fascinating time. It was unfortunate that both our Super Bowls, Super Bowl 54 and 55, we called from the end zone. That made it less fun. And in particular, Super Bowl 54, we were in the end zone where none of the scoring took place. It was all on the other end of the field. So it was a little like watching the game from a long distance, but still uh, never equal that. And I was so excited in that game when I got down to the field it, uh, at the end of the game and the confetti was falling, I literally was kind of mesmerized. And that's when I noticed the confetti wasn't just confetti. It was little pieces of confetti cut out in the form of the Lombardi trophy. Yeah, I mean, it's just, who knew? You don't see that from television, right? But when it's falling on you and you're looking at it, it's little Lombardi trophies. And apparently they had, on some of them, had put player uh, quotes uh, for... And, and I would assume, I mean, this is the logistic magic that happens, right? So if if the Chiefs win, it's going to be red and gold confetti with Chiefs quotes on it. If the 49ers had won, I guess it would have been an, a different color. But, uh, well, I guess the 49ers are pretty close to us. But it, it's fun. It's just, it was something so special that you, you'd always hoped for and you'd always dreamed for. But you, you can't even, you couldn't even put it into words. It was beyond my expectations and... And going back for Super Bowl 55, uh, despite, I mean, losing, the, the excitement prior to that was equally, uh, you know, intense. Although what was great about that was I knew what was going to happen. You know, it's a little like a journey that I, I had been to before made the much, much easier. Uh, just wish we could have won. Now I'm wondering where they send the losing confetti. <laughs> I know, right? You know the losing T-shirts. The losing T-shirts we know always got yeah. sent, you know, to third far, world countries, far, far away. Yeah. I'm wondering who, who, where's the market for losing confetti? <laughs> like they send it, to, they send it to San Francisco, and it's like sold in like a like a party city. And remember in when San you could Francisco? buy those bags of shredded money that the men got? Yeah, 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 You can buy shredded confetti that wasn't used. But you you bring up an interesting point for me, and you're talking about the confetti with the, the Lombardi trophy. And you always see people scooping up the confetti. I'm like, oh, they just must want some of the confetti. I had no idea how unique it was, but it goes to show you. It's like when people wonder why the NFL is what it is, it's because they do little tiny things like that. Yeah. And doing the little things to a different level means big things happen as well. And so the NFL just takes care of everything, don't yeah. they? Yeah, Bob, I know you've seen this in you know in person, but for people who haven't, the in, there isn't a better machine when it comes to marketing. I remember walking into the hotel uh, at Super Bowl 50, and the league had divided three hotels. They had the AFC in one side, the NFC in another, and then they had the league hotel, which was just like, you know. People. A really nice one. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> But I walk in and the elevator doors open and etched on the glass 
on the mirrors of all three sides of the elevator is the NFL shield. Etched. Not decaled. Etched. They had a 50-story a high-rise in San Francisco that they had put vinyl up almost the entire 50 stories with, like, the NFL Super Bowl 50 celebration. I mean, nobody's better at it than the league. It's incredible. And some of the things that you don't think about, like the confetti, or as you walk in, they have lights that are shining down that that are NFL, you know, projecting NFL symbols and things and or the team symbols, you know. It, it's fascinating. It's, it's such a fun. You can't not feel that you're at an event when you're there, no matter where you're at. If it's not even if it's an official hotel, you could be in the the Holiday Inn on the side of everything. You're still going to feel like you're someplace like you're almost in a Disneyland of football. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. A Super Bowl city dresses up their entire city. I I think there are very few events that true. Well, we're good at them here that like take over our city. Sometimes you'll have events that like, well, whatever, the struggle shoulders. New York's the only one that. It wasn't as big as everywhere else. Yeah, because that's New York. Because it's New York. They had 18 things going on yeah. that particular week. But everybody else, I mean, it's the it's the entire city. I wonder what L.A. was like last year, too, because they don't even know that they have teams out in L.A., let alone having the Super Bowl there. I, I would imagine L.A. was probably similar to New York, but probably less interested than what New York was because they've got all kinds of things going on. And they're like, the NFL, we didn't even know we had a team, let alone a team in the Super Bowl in their home stadium. And Arizona's interesting, too, because they're, they're used to having, like, tons of events all the time. Always, but the Super yeah. Bowl is the, is the big, big one. Right. If they have the NCAA tournament this year, they'll be like, oh, those tournament, the Super Bowl just ended. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I think they do have the tournament I out remember, there this year, I remember right? there was one year when I was working in Iowa, actually, that, that, that the Hawks played right after the Super Bowl was there. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were there, and we were out eating somewhere, and and – one of the wait staff said, uh, oh, yeah, so what are you guys in town for? Like, NCAA tournament. They're like, oh, that's here, too? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, wow. And I was like, well, they're like, we just had the Super Bowl. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. like, whatever. We kind of got lost. Just another it. weekend yeah. now. Yeah. It's amazing. Some of these places have put on the put on the show. But yep. Arizona, the latest. Their grass looked good yesterday. I don't know if you caught it. I saw George Toma okay. out there. Yep. saw George Toma, which gave me right thumbs up. And then I saw the... Uh, one of the NFL PR people tweeted out a look at the field. I'm like, oh, it looks like it's in better, much better shape than when we were there yeah. week one. <laughs> it was pretty crappy. Well, it looked like that field was parked outside of the stadium yeah. in that area. So hopefully they've been kind of growing and cultivating and trying to fix this thing and get it right since, I don't know, maybe, you know, September when they, they started the, uh, the process. Hopefully it's a brand new surface and there's nothing like what we saw in that first game of the year. Which was, uh, which was not good. No, and that's where Harrison Butker got hurt and kind of started his downward spiral. And now it looks like he's back and ready to go and obviously redeemed himself the other night. And hopefully uh, he doesn't have the uh, the uh, the shakes out there, if you were looking at that field going, this is where I got hurt and kind of derailed my entire season. So I think the field should be fine for the Super Bowl. You never really see a Super Bowl, Josh, where the field is awful. They really make sure that that thing is in pristine, perfect condition George before they go out there no and play. Way. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.